so excited to have John with Resi Trader. Getting your last name, John, is John Artie. John Artie, so good to have you here. Thank I you. have been really hearing some stories about Resi Trader, what you're <laughs> doing. Uh, you got Doug, did you get to move over there recently? Recently hired our national sales executive from Mayak. Yeah, and, and I was going uh, to say, Doug, you made a move from a very well-established company, and yeah. you must see something here. And so we're setting up a time to demonstrate. So I get a jump start on this. So help me understand. <laughs> for first of all, I'd like to know why you're here at the Alight Conference. Yeah. And what drew you to this event? And okay. So that's a start there. Well, let me make one comment about Doug, which is kind right. of interesting. You know, we thought we were hiring a sales guy, not so much making an endorsement for us in the industry, but that's really what it's turned into. Yeah is the fact that Doug decided to join us was more than just hiring an individual. It was making a statement, and yes. we didn't realize that would be so profound. But I think what's attractive about this uh, particular conference. event, this yeah. conference at Alight, is we're in the midst of doing some pretty detailed planning. We've gotten through the point where, as a startup company now, we're, we've proven the product. We've proven people will use it, pay for it more than once that there's a repeat customer base. Volume is growing pretty dramatically. And so probably one of the most important things to us right now is planning and combining sales planning with operational That's planning. Good. So the, you know, the conference fits in very nicely with a critical need that we happen to have right now. That's really good. So talk about Resi Trader. For those that are not familiar, what is it about? It sounds Resi, why is residential? <laughs> Trader sounds like it's training something. So let's talk about it. So let me, let me bring up first that there's a generational gap yeah. on Resi Trader. <laughs> okay. okay? <laughs> if you're an uh, old guy like me, if yeah. you're 52 or older, 55 plus, yep. you remember the uh, days back of Pedestal and Ultra oh, yeah. Freeze and Lone Trader and all that stuff. And those guys tend to have been promoted away from the desk. Yeah. Okay. That's right. And so the guys who actually trade loans today are tend to be around 30. Mm -hmm. They were in middle school That's when true. all that happened. <laughs> they really don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Exactly right. And when they see our platform, they only ask me one question. And that is, does it have chat? And oh, I you're say, kidding me. No, that's it. I say it has chat. They're like, cool, give me a login. That's it. I don't train. They jump in. They know technology. They understand it. I would say that the generational change shift from uh, guys who, you know, tr remember those days. And see, here's the other thing. You know, it all feels like yesterday, right? Yes. That was eight years before the iPhone. All right. That's so the hard first, to imagine. I know, isn't it? The first <laughs> iPhone was June of 2007. Wow. Those companies were 1999. By 2000, yep. they were gone. Yep. And it feels like yesterday to old guys like me, but actually there's a big gap there. So there's a couple of things that are aiding Resi Trader. One would be that the technology is so much better. Oh, yeah. Now, even... now we're a SaaS delivered platform and your ability to live a perfectly deliver a very secure uh, platform in a, in, a, in a very fast way, you know, broadband and the Internet and mm -hmm. all that stuff that came about that made these applications possible um, makes the makes the trading environment move at light speed. You're not waiting for pages to load. You're not waiting for data to load. So that's number one. The second thing would be that people have come to expect technology with just about everything. Right. And, and we're not quite an app on your phone yet, but we're headed that way. But I would say that the expectation set now is that there is an app for everything. And I think you put those two things together and maybe throw in the 30-year-old guys who are on the desk. And uh, it's, it's, been a, it's been a real run. So up until Doug joined us about a month ago, we didn't have any salespeople. Wow. You know, we were calling in favors. And <laughs> we started trading February 26th. Right. We got to a month ago, and we had done about a billion seven. There are 40 participants on the platform, 40 institutions wow. that have started to engage at some level. 
some, there's a big bank that has nine users. There's some smaller guys that might have one, you know, there's different levels of intensity of their engagement. But um, at this point, there's about 40. Then we bring Doug into the mix. And now all of a sudden we have a backlog of guys ready to onboard. Uh, It's not surprising with Doug. Yeah. We had a, we had a billion three in, in CRA inventory load last week. That's getting traded out this week. So it's just the, the volumes have started to really kick in, which means I got a plan for operation. <laughs> but but, but if yeah. I, let me just tell you a little bit about what we're talking yeah. about here, okay? You start with this fundamental idea. And this was me and one of the other founders around 2009, 2010. We were watching the financial crisis unfold, and Hank Paulson is on TV, and he's saying, you know, we got to get the bad assets off the bank, right? Oh, the banks have to get rid of these bad assets. Now, my good friend who's on our board now, Danny Rubin and I, Okay. are talking about this. And Danny was head of technology at Bear Stearns. Oh, okay. interesting. So he and I are saying, as a nerd technology guy joke, well, you know how they're going to get rid of the bad assets, don't you? They're going to email each other spreadsheets. Ha, ha, ha. That, to us, was like a technology guy's joke that they're going to try to solve the biggest financial crisis in the history. Through emailing spreadsheets. Through emailing spreadsheets. No platform. Yeah. Can you imagine trying to clear the stock or bond market? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's just unbelievable. Kind of, yeah. So then we looked at each other and we said, oh, wait a minute. They're emailing spreadsheets. Well, why is that? Why is well, how it? do we? And it took years of conversation to get to the point where we we're like, all right, I think we know how to do this. Right. I think there might be some receptivity. And we've spent the 2000. So your background, let's, let's get into some of your background. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, probably the biggest stint was at Countrywide. Okay. I was in charge of a program like they, they call these Six Sigma or right. Six Sigma programs. And from there, I moved into technology. I was okay. the number two guy in technology oh, for wow. a while. And then after Countrywide, I left actually in 2007 and things were pretty rosy. Mm-hmm. I certainly didn't see that coming. Um, I joined a startup company on the servicing side called Equator. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they ended up getting sold in 2013. But that is the king of default servicing. Exactly right. Very similar in that you had a spreadsheet dominated process. Right. We have an REO property. What do we do? We got to find a real estate agent. We got to move yeah. this thing around, uh, order the title, figure out what's going on. But then you could do that if you had a couple hundred properties, right? Correct. If you had 100,000. I know. Now you needed apartments. And so Equator stepped right into that and was the platform. Exactly. Is the platform of choice. Yep. Our chairman is the original founder of Equator. Oh, that's where the – oh, that's, yes. that was – talk about timing. Yeah. You know, like I've told Jerry Schiano numerous yes. times, you know, better be lucky than, you know, oh, smart. I I mean, I've told my guys that. I said, guys, we want to be good enough to be lucky. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And now yeah. I'm thinking – Hey, if I think you, I think you hit some really good timing, especially yeah. with what I think that we're going to be seeing development in the secondary markets. But one yeah. of the questions I asked Doug was, I said, Doug, I mean, the markets are pretty efficient right now. We're, yeah. we're I mean, we're already in a Fannie, Freddie, Jenny world. What? How, where's Where's your niche? Where are you going to play? I mean, there's not. We used to, and I used to. I preface it by this: I traded pedestal ninety-five to two thousand. Yeah. I traded. Uh, ultra prize mm-hmm. in that same time frame. They sure. came a little bit later. Sure. And you're right. T- technology is just in a whole different universe, yeah. uh, galaxy compared to what it was back then. But the concept was, and what, where my mindset was, where I was locked in, is I go, well, you got to have non-conforming product <laughs> to have a resi trader work. And he goes, no, no, Dave, let me explain this. So I'm driving to go to uh, this conference and Doug is talking to me right. and giving me some, uh, some insights. I said, no. And so he opened up. So open up our minds 
to what type of product this is. You mentioned CRAs. That's one very good one. We wrote a business plan last summer, and we went to investors. When we quit our jobs, it right. was me and the head of technology at Equator, and we quit our jobs, and we said we we're going to go do this. And Chris, who's the founder of Equator, joined us later. But we started this thing. We wrote a business plan that said, okay, investors, you'll never see Fannie, Freddie, or Ginny on this platform. There'll be no govies. It's all going to be scratch and dent, CRA, right. jumbo, whatever. So we had people interested in supporting us. We start the platform. We built it with no customers. We get to February 26th, and we're ready to do our first trade. And the first tape they load is $80 million of gubbies. Wow. And we look at each other like, what the heck just happened? Happened. (laughs) (laughs) So here we were thinking it would be none of that. But actually what's happening is. That's what Doug was saying. It's really. Absolutely a very actively traded market. So guys will get their pricing on AOT or, or a cash right. window basis, then they send out a tape to the aggregators and maybe a few of the banks who are also in this game now, right. and they just run a comparison. Where am I going to get my best execution, whether that's Fannie, Freddie, or one of the aggregators or, or a major bank? Fascinating. And those guys are on our platform, and the guys, I mean, I'm not going to guarantee anybody any kind of right. returns, obviously, but 20 to 40 basis points improvement on your execution, on your execution is common. Wow. It's common. Wow. And so I would say that, you know, the pricing has been good. The tapes trade out, the high balance trades out 100%. Everybody's managing their de minimis, right? So everything goes up. On the low balance or the, you know, regular conforming, 80% will be outpriced in the bulk market. That's um, and so, you know, we've been fortunate. Now, are you, do you find yourself at risk of being, you know, if you ever start getting that kind of efficiency pickup, that means you're disintermediating some players out there. There's some people that are going to get hurt. Okay. And where's the, the, the slippery slope on the other side where people are going to say, no, we're not going to let you play with them. Or, you know, is there, is there a downside of that? The way I look at it is, you know, our competition is Excel and, and email. That's right. right. So <laughs> That's really I, I, I've, I've reminded people, I say, look, there's Realtor.com. Right. Okay. Does that mean there's zero real estate agents? That's right. What you have is smarter people on both sides of the transaction. Right. You have a better exchange of data. So most of the guys, you know, there are some guys who've been in the business a while and they look at the platform and they're like, are you automating me? And then they come to realize that no. actually you're just giving me more efficiency. So if you're a seller and you send out a tape and you're getting bids and you, let's say you get five bids back and you have to crack all those tapes, it could eat up half your day to sell right. out 50 loans. In Resi Trader, it's 10 minutes. You load the tape, it automatically sends it out. They bid, everything is automatically cracked for you. So 10, 15 minutes, you trade out 50 loans of total work time between the time you submit it. On the buy side, you can pick up one tape across all your sellers. You can bid that tape, right. load it to Resi Trader, and we break it into all the trade tickets. Wow. So it's not that we're changing anybody's process. No, we're making it more efficient. We're just lifting it with technology, yeah, really. That's and really great. Yeah, it's not... I'm excited about it. I mean, it's, it's one of the new things that, quite frankly, took me a little bit of surprise. I did not think that this was going to be there. But, again, we, I think the thing we that we're, we're <laughs> I we admire, weren't sure. You weren't sure, but you went out there and did it, which I admire that just uh, all over the yeah, place. I really do, John. When you see the trends right now in the secondary markets, what are some of the trends that you, you think might be showing up. You're, you're, yeah. There's a lot of talk about expanded criteria right. products. There's a lot of talk about non-agency and some very interesting uh, things that would get millennials into buy homes. There's um, interesting, you know, uh, people coming to us and saying, 
how do I demonstrate I have this product available on your platform? We refer to it as an axe. So they would post an axe on the platform. But I think one of the things we're going to have to get better about on the platform is allowing buyers, whether they're securitizing or whatever they're doing, to, to show product through the platform in the form of an axe that then auto filters the inventory as it comes on. So that's, I think that's a natural next step for us. The other natural next step for us, though, is there's a surprising amount of NPL and RPL out there. I mm-hmm. had thought most of that had changed hands already. But it, my, personally, I didn't realize there was a tremendous backlog of trades in the NPL, RPL space. So we have a trade coming on this month wow. with non-performing loans. Now, that's one I thought, that's too hairy for a platform. How are you going to do that with all the documents that have to go back and forth? But we're going to see. There's guys that yeah. want to give it to We have about 8 to 10 participants who are ready to give it a shot. So I think what you'll see from us is product expansion. And CRA is the first one. NPL, RPL is the second one. I think you'll see feature enhancement in terms of, let's call it, uh, the new Dodd-Frank environment. Right. We're all reading about that, right? Right. That may allow um, expanded criteria loans, and I think we'll be able to demonstrate that via ResiTrader they can show out and get inventory more quickly that way. And then integrations. That's the big thing for us is integrating to your LOS, integrating to your pricing engine. We're about to announce a major pricing engine integration. Really? Um, yes. I, ink is just drying now, so I'll... Wait, well, hold that one. Yeah. Love you. Got to tell me, call me about. Event. I'll give you my card. I want yeah. to hear about that. So, Announce it on the radio program. I love be a it. Big press release, and then uh, we also have a big group of community banks. There's an organization that represents a couple thousand community banks mm. that's bringing the community banks to the platform. I think that's a so. real opportunity, especially when you see that crowdfunding. Crowd, and as far as the, you you look at that yes. as a potential, small, insignificant at this I'm time, not. but. Uh, is there any potential for crowdfunding? I mean, you mean peer-to-peer, peer-to-peer. Yeah. I'm talking about peer-to-peer. Yeah. Yeah. Peer-to-peer investing. I think there's potential, but I think when you're talking about moving, you know, if you look at what's emailed around today, the estimates I hear are every month, 30 to 50, $60 billion of email Mm -hmm. spreadsheets. Right. Crowdfunding is never going to touch. Never touch that. I mean, maybe if crowdfunding is what 50, a hundred million dollars a month, They'll claim victory, but the mortgage market is in the so, tens, of yeah, billions. tens of billions. So yeah. it's just, yeah, not gonna happen. I would say there's, there's a place. But well, I think, what, I think one of the things when you start looking at yields overseas and where yeah. yields are there, I think foreign investors coming into the markets may be looking for, you know, non-traditional ways. So that could be really fascinating. I have been contacted by investors. I'm not kidding you. They come through the website. I have had emails from, <laughs> of all places, Iceland. The Netherlands, <laughs> surprising. Iceland, yeah. the Netherlands, uh, Australia, and England. Yeah. Everyone's all, looking for yield. They're all like, you know, and and this the idea is that this is a some level of guarantee or backing right. or support um, to ensure that yield. So yeah. yes, there has been I'm more interest. We we feel like we have enough fish to fry in the yeah, well, yeah. Parts, there's but, just, I, but maybe in the John, I am just really thrilled that that uh, Ralph got you in here. I've been yeah. tracking your what you've been doing. I'm oh, so meet. So nice to put a friendly smile on your gentleman's <laughs> face. If people want to learn more, how can they get a hold of you, and what's the best way for them? You to know, do? if you just go to resitrader.com, all of our information is, that, uh, is there, okay. all of our contact information. 
I do have a lot of people contacting us directly through the site. And of course, Doug is our conduit now right. for national sales efforts. So that's a great it's job. starting to get uh, pretty darn busy. I yeah, think we're going to have exciting. to grow the team here. So yeah, that's very exciting. Hopefully well, a light can help us with that. Congratulations on Thank your you. success. And yeah. I'm excited to see you out of the market and doing so well. Thank sir. you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. Appreciate it. Right. Thank, Thank you. you. Have a great one. All right. All right.